Blake were sitting on one side of the large coffee table, with Dylan, Ferguson, and Miller on the other. There was coffee available on a sideboard, and they had all helped themselves at the President's invitation. Ferguson sipped some of his coffee. "'Trying times, Mr. President.' "'Afghanistan troubles me greatly. The casualties mount relentlessly, yet we can't just abandon them,' the President said. "'I agree,' Ferguson told him. The President glanced at Blake. What were those Vietnam statistics again? At its worst, four hundred dead a week and four times as many wounded, Blake told him. Two thousand casualties a week, Miller shook his head. It wasn't sustainable. Which was why we got out, the President said. But what the hell do we do now? We have a large international army, excellent military personnel, backed up by air support and missiles. It should be no contest, and yet, Harry Miller put in, There's precedent, Mr. President. During the 1840s, at the height of its empire, Britain sent an army of sixteen and a half thousand into Afghanistan to take Kabul. Only one man returned with his life, a regimental doctor. I've always believed the Afghans were sending a message by allowing him to live. My God, the President said softly, I never heard that story. To Afghans, family comes first, and then the tribe, Miller told him but they will always fight together to defend Afghanistan itself against an invader. And that's us, Dylan put in, and they don't like it. And now even young men of Afghan extraction who were born in Britain end up joining the fight. The President turned to Ferguson. That's what was in your report. Tell me more. Ferguson said, Are you familiar with Major Giles Roper, a member of my staff in London? We haven't met, but I know of him. Once a great bomb disposal expert until an explosion put him in a wheelchair. Yes, well, he's since become the king of cyberspace. There's nothing he can't make his computers do, and sometimes that means he can listen in to battlefield chat in Afghanistan. The people flying with the Taliban come from such a wide number of countries that English has sometimes become the language of communication. Miller said, It's interesting to hear the voices. Yorkshire accents, many from Birmingham, Welsh. Scots. That's incredible, the President said. But true. Young British-born Muslims are being recruited by doctrinaire preachers who not only encourage them to go, but offer plane tickets and a training camp, all courtesy of Al-Qaeda, who then introduce them to the Taliban, Miller added. It's an awfully big adventure when you're eighteen or so. Just like joining the army, Dylan murmured. Ferguson glanced at him, but the President carried on. You know, there are many good people who advocate we withdraw and continue this as a long-range war. Airstrikes, cruise missiles, drones, Blake said. Ferguson replied, With respect, too often that can result in an indiscriminate attack on civilian targets. Terrorism can only be countered by a resolute anti-terrorism campaign that pulls no punches. I take your point, the President nodded, but let's ask an expert. He turned to Dylan. I've been informed of your past, Mr. Dillon. You must have an opinion. Share it with us. General Ferguson is right. The successful revolutionary blends with the people. Which is why, with these British Muslim imports, American and British forces in Afghanistan can't be certain who is the enemy. Which we counter by joining with Afghan army units ourselves, Ferguson said. But there's another aspect that concerns me more. And that is? the President asked. There's an incredible new sophistication by the Taliban concerning improvised explosive devices, not only in the bomb-making itself, but their usage. 
They are becoming far too good. The only conclusion must be that they are being coached by experts. The President frowned. What are you implying? The Cubans or the Russians? Something like that? Oh, good God, no, Ferguson said. Those days are long gone for the Cubans, or the Russians wouldn't touch Afghanistan if it was the last place on earth. They couldn't crack that nut with an army of a hundred thousand men. Dylan moved in. Bombs aren't just bombs. They are tactical weapons, used to achieve maximum results. You must make sure that an ambush is not just an ambush, but a total disaster for the enemy. And to achieve that, you need instruction from an expert. What are you saying? Let me tell you a story, Ferguson said. It's from thirty years ago, when I was a major in the Grenadier Guards. On my third tour in Ulster, seconded to staff at headquarters in Belfast. I'm not wasting your time, believe me. Then proceed, General, the President told him. And Ferguson.